0: I was born in the city,
1: Chicago. and the Hey, this is Paul Martin and
0: Ray the Roadie for the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast. Happy New Year, Ray.
1: Happy New Year, Paul. Um papa. papa. Boom papa to the new year. <laughs> okay, what is that supposed to mean? It means we're gonna be doing some polka today. Some polka in. Polka in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you and I should head down over hey, there, over there that's by that. None of uh, my
0: business what you're doing over we, there.
1: We can we can head o- head on over there down by there uh, to that Baby Doll Polka Club there. You know, down by the jewels.
0: I see. So you so you're telling us uh, telling me that we're talking to Eddie Carosa Junior today, right?
1: Yes, we are. Eddie, Car- a legend in Chicagoland polka.
0: His father, Eddie Carosa Senior, obviously.
1: Yes. Um, was, ergo, the uh, Junior.
0: Right. Was um. Uh, the owner of the Baby dal Polka Club and played uh, polka music and wrote the Baby dal Polka uh, mm-hmm. song and uh, and he was a uh, uh, he was a legend and Eddie Carosa Jr. is as well.
1: Yes, he is. He's keeping on the uh, the the music scene and the polka scene.
0: Yes, which we found out will never die.
1: Nope, nope, won't. We'll never die.
0: Okay, All right. well Mama's look- got
1: as long as Mama's got a squeeze box daddy's not gonna sleep at night that's right let's All go right. see what uh, eddie has to say about uh, himself his uh legendary father and uh, the world of polka let's do it
0: welcome to the show everyone today in our endless search for
1: musicians
0: from chicago we've come across eddie Carosa jr uh how are you eddie the
1: polka Feel good the polka master right here
2: Ah, uh, appreciate that good morning Paul, good morning, Ray.
1: How you doing, Eddie? Excellent. Excellent, great.
0: So, um, so Eddie, tell tell us, start us out, um, start us out with 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 your history and and with I know I know your dad was the the polka king, and yeah, uh, yes, and uh, and he had the Baby Doll Polka Club. So and 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 tell tell us about tell us about the early days. Just start off there.
2: Well, back in the days, like you mentioned, uh, my mom and dad owned the Baby Doll Polka Club. And that was a bar on the southwest side of chicago 7315 southwestern avenue they opened that in 1954 and uh, went from 1954 to 1980 and they would change locations by midway airport 6102 south central avenue and we had that from 1980 to 2004. so my mom and dad had 50 years of polka fun And back in the early 1930s, my dad was voted uh, America's Prince of Polkas. And uh, he played the button accordion and uh, had the bar and just everybody loved him. And I'm trying to carry on the old uh, Carosa tradition.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, Now, now I understand you played drums and you started Mm -hmm. playing drums, correct?
2: Correct. Yeah. started playing drums when I was uh, seven years old and played with my dad's band. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, you know, playing drums at the Baby Doll Poker Club on a Sunday afternoon, and going jobbing around sometimes with my dad and his band, the uh, Merry Makers. A lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: I I, um, I see you've played uh, 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 quite a, quite a few. Quite you've traveled quite a bit. Played on television. Played movies too.
2: Oh yeah, through uh, my mom and dad's bar, the Baby Doll Poker Club, they ran annual tours to uh, uh, Europe. To Hawaii, Caribbean cruises. So we'd always take like 200 people with us wherever we went, and we would play polka music. We'd rent halls wherever we were, and just had a gas. You know, always fun. That was back in the what 70s, 80s, and 90s.
0: Now, now as a kid, did you uh, did you uh, you played with your dad's band? Even uh, what about school and what have you?
2: Oh yeah. Well, uh, weekends were the jobs. You know, Uh, I still went to school. I went to uh, Saint Rita School in Chicago, Saint Rita High School in Chicago. Moraine Valley. And uh, where is that at? Payless or Hills. Like there you go. Yeah. at <laughs> Payless Hills. Right. And uh, so that was a weekend kind of thing. And I was, you know, traveling with my dad, mostly local, because we played mostly at his bar on a uh, Sunday afternoon. I would kind of sit in with the boys in the band. So that was a good way to start.
0: now I see, I see you, your wife is playing with you now, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Boy, at the last. Oh, you noticed that. Huh? Good. Well, uh, her name was Michaeline. But uh, I call it the girl drummer. She's been performing with us for about five years now and okay. uh, never played drums before in her life. She's a retired hospital administrator. And uh, one day I needed a drummer and she was, I'll give it a try. And because she her and I always used to go dancing and stuff. And she's got great, the great beat. And uh, now she's uh, I fired the other drummer. Now she's my real drummer. <laughs> 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 got them all mad at me. But uh, so the girl drummer is in the band.
0: I was looking at some of your videos and I saw it oh. said uh, Eddie and the boys from Illinois. Right? Correct. Um, yeah. And it said with wife or and wife. And wife. Yeah. Yeah. I had,
2: yeah. Cause a lot of times I, we'd be playing and the friends would be dancing and they would say, wait a minute. It says, all it says is boys from Illinois. What about the girl? You know? Yeah. So I had to get the little signs made. And uh, matter of fact, <laughs> Just the other couple of months ago, I had to buy new band cards. It says Boy and Girl. Oh, so that's Boys <laughs> and Girl from, you know, the other watching. You, know, you know how women are.
0: Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's a lot of fun. Now, tell us about the Baby Dog Poker Company. Closed, uh, what year was that? Uh, 2004. Yeah. We
2: closed in 2004. And, and that was a bar that uh, every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, we had a live poker band. And we had a live radio show, too, from the 50s to 2004. Every Sunday afternoon on uh, AM radio, 1490 AM, it was called the W-O-P-A out of Oak Park. And my parents had the radio show every Sunday afternoon from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock.
0: Now, did you take the club over or did you run the club uh, for a
2: while? Well, uh, we, I was always there. Uh, my mom and dad always owned it. Uh, my dad passed away in 1998. And my mom is still going strong and she's 93 years old. Don't tell anybody I told you that. <laughs> so she always ran the place. And we, always, we the family always helped out.
0: That's That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, it was a weekly, you know, it, it was open seven nights a week uh, on Western Avenue. And then when we went to Central Avenue and then I started playing with my band there back in 1978, no, 1976. I started oh, okay. my band, I started playing accordion in the uh, early 70s, and uh, so then I started playing accordion and I got my guys together and we played there. I think our first job was on a New Year's Eve because the band canceled out and my dad needed a band, so he said, Well, you know, son, I hate to have you play, but uh, you know, so we played it and uh, I've been playing accordion ever since with the band, that was our first job. It was a New Year's Eve at the old Baby Doll, probably 1976.
1: Yeah, in my neighborhood where I grew up, I remember my my folks would go over there some Sundays and hang out.
2: Oh, that that was that great. That was a place to go. Yep. You know, every Sunday afternoon we had a live radio show. It's actually Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It was a big pause a giant place. What held about maybe 400 people. Mm-hmm. And the, the one, one on Western? bar was on Seventy Third and Western.
0: The one on Western. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
2: Do you ever hear of Fat Johnny's hot dogs? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right across the street from there. <laughs> right, right. I know. I know. The
1: place. <laughs> and Fat Johnny's is still there.
2: Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Oh, man. No French fries at Fat Johnny's.
1: Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: So we, we were there from, uh, you know, 1954 to 1980. And, and uh, every weekend there was music with a live radio show. And then we moved over to Central Avenue, 61st and Central, right by Middle Airport. That was pretty cool because uh, we had a big window in front. The planes would be coming in, you know, and it was really a really a nice place. Not as big as the old one, but we still had the live radio show and uh, we had uh, Wild Chicago came out there a couple of times. Remember Wild Chicago? Yep. We, we were on that show a few times. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Jenny Jones from the Jenny Jones show, sure. they came out and filmed a little segment there, and I uh, on Chicago. So it was a, it was a popular place when uh, sometimes when the Bears would play on a Monday night the camera crew would come in and just film the planes taking off for Monday night football and stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of good memories there.
0: I think it was uh, Bobby Scafish, NWC.
2: uh Yeah, Loop.
0: And, and the Loop yes. uh, and uh, XRT. You used to always right. uh, give the weather a report from the Baby Del Polka Club.
2: Yes, Scafish. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. he's one of my Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, that, every the weather at the O'Hare was what, and, but weather at the baby doll, you know they yes. stay in midway, so that was kind of cool.
0: Uh, spe- speaking of radio, uh, did you did you do something with Jonathan Brandmeyer as well?
2: Oh yeah, we, we were on his show a lot of times in the morning. We uh, whenever he needed a polka band for Kashmir Pulaski Day or uh, some kind of Polish holiday, we'd give us a call. we you know perform our, on the live radio shows with him. That was a lot of fun.
0: Now, now did you where did you switch from drums to to uh, accordion?
2: Probably the early 1970s yeah, and uh, I started playing I was in, I think I was in grammar school. I took uh, organ lessons and then that kind of led me to the accordion and I would still go to my mom and dad's baby doll and just sit along sitting with the bands just kind of pick up stuff and I only took lessons for about six months and all the rest I learned by ear. So no. it's, uh, and I'm still doing it. You know, I can read music, but uh, mostly I can hear a song. I can probably play it for you in a couple minutes.
0: Right. I, I kind of picked up my guitar with one of yours. I was playing along with one of the songs. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I and mean, if you can play in the key of C, G, and F and B flat, you can play along. With <laughs> I was going to say a lot of it seem to be in the key of C. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's
2: my, that's my vocal range.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's awesome. Uh,
2: uh, a lot of fun. And then every Saturday uh, back in the day, my mom and dad had a polka show. Uh, a TV show, right? I bet your parents would have remembered that. It was every Saturday on channel 26, which was WCIU. And uh, every Saturday a live poker show from this, like for 30 years from 70 something to 90 something, or yeah, early 70s. And uh, every uh, Saturday was a live poker show. People yeah, that sounds that
1: sounds familiar. I, I yeah. do believe they watched that also because because I, I believe Lawrence Welk was also on Saturdays. <laughs> there you
2: go. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. That's right. My dad's show was on at six o'clock, and matter of fact, Lawrence Welk was on at seven seven thirty, if I recall. You
0: know. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of uh, Lawrence Welk, I, mean, I know you played uh, you played. It says you played drums with with uh, Myron Florin. And, yes, and I remember I remember as a kid uh, listening to 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 uh, Lawrence Welk. And there you he go. he was introduced to the great Myron Florin. Oh, the way he would say it, yeah. Oh, yeah, we played
2: many festivals with him uh, throughout uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota and uh, the Dakotas and stuff back in the day. What a what a great accordion player, and what a really a, a personal, a wonderful guy also.
0: Now, why, why do you think that polka music is so popular in Wisconsin and the northern Midwest?
2: it's probably the cheese i don't know something with it <laughs> something in the cheese <laughs> What's it, 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 seems like it, has, it
0: does have a, a territorial uh it does audience, you know? the
2: midwest it really does i don't know but then uh now you know the west coast and the east coast there's there's a lot of polka bands in new york there's a lot of polka bands in uh california so it's uh it is like you said more popular in the midwest but uh all worldwide there's you know the Back in the day, and accordions were made in uh, Germany and Aus- in Austria and it's Italy, so they've been around forever, you know. And it's uh, it's a good; it's gets a lot of fun music. And uh, you play, go to a festival, and the kids will enjoy it, you know. There we do a lot of Oktoberfests, and uh, there's beer. There's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and in think- fact, we met Ray at the at a little Oktoberfest in Brookfield Mike. in October. You guys came out; that was a lot of fun. Thanks for Mike. coming out that day.
1: I think the like Wisconsin area, Minnesota, the you know, Dakotas and stuff, a lot of like Eastern European and Northern European people settled there and that was their music. That's true. I'm um, half
2: Slovenian and half Polish. And uh, there's you know, there's the Germans that love the polka, there's the Slovenians, the Serbians, the you know, everyone. That's all right. Like you say right in that area, up in Minnesota there was the Iron Range they called it. Those were all the Slovenian workers there and they just uh, brought the old time music with them from uh, the old country,
0: right? Right. I was going to say, from the old country, from like you said, Germany was was popular. According to music, was popular along with the, Pol- uh, Pol- uh, the Polish uh, community as well, right?
2: Oh, sure. Added yeah, German music. That's uh, we matter of fact. Back in the day, uh, we when my mom and dad ran tours to uh, Europe, we played in the Lone tent for about ten years straight at the Oktoberfest, with just thousands of people. That was really a great memory.
0: Wow, that's
2: very cool. And we brought back the chicken dance. Remember the chicken dance? That <laughs> <laughs> guy, yeah, it was 1970-something. They were going crazy out there. They we were like, what the hell is this dance? They're all going like this and yeah. you know, doing all yeah. this stuff. And we brought it back, and it just went crazy. they still going kind of strong with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> So I think what? you had a chicken hat on, right? Didn't you? And then Brookfield, I think you had a chicken you hat on. You actually got him. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs>
0: he, he wasn't wearing this, his, his chicken hat, was he? Oh, boy. Well, I
2: wish yeah. we had a picture of that. Paul <laughs> well, left to get I think we do.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Speaking of Ray coming out and seeing you in October, uh, how have you survived the uh, the whole COVID situation?
2: Pretty much. It, it, it was pretty much slowed down a ton. Matter of fact, I just did my end-of-the-year calculations since like the middle of March is when all this started right around, uh, right. St. Patrick's day. Right. Right. And I probably, I had the whole year booked. We always play around 200 times a year at festivals, VFWs, Moose lodges, anniversary parties. And, uh, so everything got canceled. Like my whole, you know, my, my whole playing out book has all the red X's on it. You know, so <laughs> I had 96 red X's. I just counted the other day
0: wow. um, from
2: March, to uh this year to you know end of the year. It's gotta hurt. Yeah, it uh it does. We've been doing it for just know. because
0: of the feeling, right? For a feeling from not playing, but I mean it also hurts the pocketbook, I'm sure as well oh, sure so, it does. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure it does. You know, I uh we've been doing it ever since, you know, I was in my twenties, actually 18 years old. And uh matter of fact, I just got a couple of cancellations for January already. So there's still the cancellations are still coming in.
0: Yeah, I was, hey, we'll was going to ask you next how, how, how it looks for, for 2021.
2: Right. So far, I've had, I, I had like maybe 11 jobs booked for January. And so far, five or six have been read, have been crossed out. You know, we, uh, our music is mostly for the older people. Uh, so we, I do a lot of uh, senior sure. dances and stuff. Sure. So they're still afraid to come out, which is understandable. But uh, I did towards uh, like June and July and August kind of, we did a lot of outside stuff because the weather was nice. So I had different jobs come in. So we we did we still did a few jobs from March until the end of the year. So it turned out pretty good. Who, Not as good as before.
0: Who's all in the boys? Uh, who are all the boys and girls in the band?
2: And girl, right? And girl. <laughs> well, it's, uh, my uh, basic band is a four-piece band. I play the accordion. I have a uh, Baldoni accordion, which was made in Italy. And uh, it has the uh, little uh, MIDI thing set up that has the organ and the piano and all that cool stuff in there, electronic bass. And I have a trumpet player that lives in Blue Island. And I have a uh, saxophone player from Crest Hill and the girl drummer that lives with me, my, <laughs> wife, of t- my wife of 20 years. <laughs> so a awesome. fourth piece band, and sometimes they go bigger. We'll add in a second accordion player or we'll add a guitar player if they want to do some of the old-time rock and roll stuff. So it's uh, the basic band is four is the four of us, and then uh, we do a lot of uh, solo. I do a lot of solo work also. So uh, between that, it's about it used to be like close to two hundred dollars, two hundred uh, jobs a year and stuff. So hopefully, this year we'll uh, pick up a little bit.
1: When we uh, saw you in uh, Brookfield, uh, your wife sat in for a song or two, but you had a different drummer.
2: Yeah, well uh, that's uh, Joe from uh, Lions. And that, that's, uh, he, that, that was his job. He, that's his hangout. Uh, Joe's uh, what's it called? Joe's uh, Joe's saloon. Yeah. Joe's saloon. Right. And uh, he, that's his hangout. So that's whenever we play there, we have Joe play along with us and he's 83 years old. Still playing That's it.
1: 83 that ah, that that's 83 years old.
2: That's awesome. He's got the game going and uh, that, that was such a nice day. You know, we, we had the, we had all the problems with the virus still in October. And uh, they set us up outside and they put the tents out there. That's so that's what we did. Mostly for the end of the year was the outside tent stuff. So it turned out pretty nice.
0: That's awesome. Hope I make it to 83 years so. <laughs> old.
2: Oh, there you go. Right. Oh, you will. You will. Do you play anything? You play instruments?
0: Yeah, I play guitar.
2: Okay. And Ray, yeah. you're a drummer, right? Well, uh, guitar. Guitar. Okay. Guitar. Very good. Wonderful. But I love the accordion. I never, I've always played the accordion and drums. And uh, I love playing drums too.
1: So if you guys ever need a drummer, give me a call. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> now now my sister to... played the accordion. Okay. So when I was growing up, I played. I dabbled a little bit with her accordion. I never took lessons. I just messed around with it. Mm-hmm. But cool.
0: Now speaking of accordion, I have a question for you. Sure. What's, what's the difference of a, an accordion versus a, a a button box or a concertina? What what are, what are the differences in those?
2: Okay, they are completely different. Yeah. The uh, the accordion is like uh, is just like a piano, so if if you strap the if you strap the piano on your stomach, you could play an accordion. So it just say but a little heavier.
0: But, but the so accordion, you still <laughs> <to> squeeze,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, right. You still got to go and you squeeze in and out. Yep. And when you squeeze it, you still get the same sound. But when you play the button accordion or a concertina, it's like a harmonica. When you pull in or pull out, you get two different sounds. When you breathe in, uh... breathe out with a harmonica. So the okay. fingering is totally different. It's not your average A, B, C, D, you know, it's, it's a uh, CD, you know, it's all in fifths and stuff. So it's a little more complicated.
0: Yeah, so, but it's, and uh, it's, it's buttons instead of a keyboard, correct?
2: Correct, yeah. Correct, I've got one around here somewhere. Yeah, like my dad bought me one back in 1976. And it's right. a beautiful button box. And it's, it's it's just like, uh, you know, it's completely different from an accordion. And uh, it's, if you play it by ear, you could, you could if you can play like five or six songs, you can pick up the rest of them because you can kind of feel it like a guitar, you know? Right. You can feel where you're going with it.
0: Right. Well, this see, We learned something today, Ray.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Concertinas are, I don't play concertina, but I do play the button accordion. I think they say that a concertina is even different from a button box. All right. So the finger is even different. So you got me on that one. So it's, uh, it's, but it's just like anything else. It's, uh, I love the button accordion. It sounds real European. It's got that nicer, deeper sound to it and stuff.
0: But it, you get a different sound as you, as you open or close it, right?
2: Uh, no, uh, same sound, but it's the same sound. But you're, you you got to play different notes. You can't hold, you can't hold down a G and oh. press in because you you'll you'll pull out. But you get a different sound, oh. like harmonica. You know, right? Right. With accordion, but accordion, you can pull it in out as much as, much as you want and stuff. Right. You
0: know. Yeah, very interesting. That's very cool. But yeah, it's a beautiful instrument.
2: You know, there they all are. As a matter of fact, I've got my little strolling accordion here I use. This is a the regular accordion, nice little Italian one from the 1950s. That's my strolling accordion. And then I have uh, got the button box, which I should show you, but it's in the case over there.
1: Okay. But, uh, you have Do you have accordion? any of your uh, dad's accordions? Uh,
2: I, I have his original button box that he that he had back in the nineteen forties. Or no, nineteen thirties, actually, yeah. But I I never want to play it because uh, I don't want to fall apart. (laughs) So I'll take it out and give it a little squeeze once in a while, you know. But uh, my dad, back in the day, back in 1948, my dad wrote the Baby Doll Polka. Right, you've heard that. Sure, Paul, you ever heard this one?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I play a short version of it for you? Sure, sure. Go ahead. Sure.
2: Down, sing
1: along you are my baby Baby. doll you are my baby doll you're my sweetheart now that's awesome
2: 1948 wow (laughs) yeah and this is the accordion that you play you know you get the same note in and out right 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 and the button box if i did that i would get
0: two different notes
2: i think i gotta
1: charge you see now we learned something yeah
2: yeah, I think yeah, I think you guys owe me 25 cents.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> well, so hey, speaking a, of
2: 25 cents. Send me uh, a bill at the end of the month, will you? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a bill, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, how about the movie Home Alone? Have you seen that movie?
1: Yeah. yeah. Did you
2: know I was the accordion player in
1: the back of the truck? Right, right. As a matter of fact, we do.
2: Oh! Yeah. <laughs> one, of our, one of our claim to fame. You know, that was back in, uh, what, 1990.
0: The Kenosha Kickers. And,
2: correct yeah
0: that was john candy's uh band right
2: yes oh yeah that was, that was all my band all my guys right and uh john that was our kenosha kickers for the movie yeah
0: his his band in in the movie right right correct right. Mm-hmm. so so how was it working with him how was it working with uh... that
2: that was great we filmed we had uh we had i think three segments of the movie we spent 18 hours with john candy over we at megs field oh really we did all our stuff at megs field if you see us uh, in an airport, it's supposed to be in New York, but it's actually Meg's field.
0: Right, right. Who, who, who produced that? Uh, who directed that?
2: Uh, John Hughes and Chris Columbus. John Hughes, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
1: You're the last remaining member of that uh, the Kenosha Kickers, yes. aren't you?
2: Isn't that crazy? Yeah, there was seven of us, and John Candy passed away, and all the other uh, guys in the band passed away, and i uh, the last of the last of the kickers. There's no kicking. No kicking. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about our uh, our segment when we're in the back of a truck with John Candy and uh, Kathleen O'Hara, or O'Hara, yeah, we were in yeah. the back of a truck with them, and we're playing our music, and it looks like we're driving down the road, but we're just we're standing still. We're sitting in the back of a budget truck in a, at a warehouse at Meg's Field, and the camera crew are in the are outside the truck pushing it back and forth. So it looks like we're going down this the street. But, yeah, they're actually, yeah, they're pushing it, you know, each side, you know, so modern technology, you know?
1: yeah, It's kind of, it's kind of discouraging when you actually see what goes on behind the scenes oh, like that. God, yeah. The things crazy. that are happening aren't really happening.
2: No. John Candy was just a great, we, we had breakfast, lunch and dinner with him and just cracking jokes. And uh, John Hughes was, uh, he was a lot of fun. He was, uh, Candy's telling us a joke and uh, Chris Columbus is trying to direct everything. And, uh, trying to make a movie and John Kenny's in the back of the truck ju- with us telling us a joke and he stopped production because we're, we're listening to a joke and there, it was just, it was just funny, you know, <laughs> it was fun
0: time. How did, you, how did you get picked to do that or get hooked up with, the, with
2: uh, the... Through through my mom and dad's bar, the Baby Doll Polka Club. They needed a polka band and when in Chicago, if you need a polka band, you call Carosa. Right. You know, so uh, that's how it all, and we went there and I think we had to play a song for them at New Chair East. That's where their studio was. We right, went there okay. and up on the North side, Winnetka.
0: Right. Well, that's, that's where the movie was basically filmed at. Correct. Yeah. Know, how the home there. was there anyway.
2: Right. That's right. Then they, I think they had their studio in some, in that high school that closed down new chair, East or West or something. Right. Like that. And they called us and uh, they liked it. And we, uh, we laid a soundtrack down. we would to go to a studio to record our music. And then we, uh, a couple of days of that. And a couple of days of filling with, uh, with John Candy. And, uh, so we never thought it would be this big, right? You know. Oh,
0: you're in a, yeah. yeah, it's it's a great movie and it's it's a classic actually.
2: Thirty yeah. years ago, not that crazy. Thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're a legend. Oh, there you go. Yeah, in my own mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us about some of the, some of the music that uh, that you've created and that you've written. I know I you've did got write a, twelve I did write a songs. On. Pardon me. You've got twelve albums out. Yeah. Wow. We started
2: with the started with the album and the eight tracks, right. the eight tracks and the cassettes, and uh, and then of course the CDs. Now we're doing this little. Uh, they call it the polka stick. You stick in your USB <laughs> thing, you know. I call <laughs> right, it a polka, right. polka stick, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, my first recording was back in the early seventies, and I heard, just <laughs> happened to have right here. It's called uh, Not Your Not Your Average Polka Band, okay. and uh, that was first one of our first recordings. We did it at Eddie Bozonczyk's studio in Chicago. He had a recording studio back in the day. And uh, we we had some original stuff. I wrote a song, our theme song, The Boys from Illinois. I wrote the words to that. I wrote a nice song for my uh, daughter called the Lauren Marie Polka. I wrote a little waltz for my sisters called the Three Sisters Waltz. I wrote a song for my wife called the Two and More Polka. I debuted that at our wedding 20 years ago. And uh, and so I wrote about maybe seven or eight songs, a couple of nice uh, waltzes on the button box, Trollhoff Waltz. I was sitting in uh, Munich, Germany, looking outside on the on the deck, playing my button box, and I just started playing, and it's a nice little waltz. So uh, maybe about five or six originals, but all that we play all the standard songs, you know, the Roll Out the Barrel, the bear Barrel Polka, all the ones you like. I don't want her, you can have her. She's a Packer fan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> i mean I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it, but it but it's fun yeah we uh, and every time we, we we do the bears theme song you know we do the bear fight song but i don't think i have any
1: fight uh, this week <laughs> are you still writing any music or
2: well was, i did write <laughs> in uh march when there was no place to play i had my accordion and there all my stuff set up downstairs and i wrote my pajamas woke Five pajamas
0: waiting for the news all clear. Mom, get our five girl drummers online watching the
1: stocks take a schnitzel.
2: song uh because i was i've been in my pajamas for you know for a few months right and it's it's on youtube you could uh go to youtube it's uh my pajamas polka and it goes i've been i'm at home in my pajamas waiting for the the sound all clear you know it's it's a cute little song yeah and uh it's on it's on youtube i uh and that got a lot of hits on it too so that's about the latest thing i wrote my (laughs) pajama (laughs) polka
0: So uh, uh now now you you've got some uh, some awards as well a lifetime achievement award uh in 2012 and 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 it, it's Time to Polka was nominated for song of the year correct Yeah
2: well I forgot I wrote that song too but yeah a couple of years ago yeah it's one of my original ones that's our latest CD it's Time to Polka and that's the uh, I wrote that song and uh the National Polka Association it was nominated for song of the year that year It's Time to Polka
0: It's Time to Polka It's time to have some fun tonight. So grab your partner,
2: your polka partner, and dwell around the floor all night. Because we're not here for a long time. We're here for a
0: good time. So party and polka
2: all night. So, and then the other awards from the Chicago Music uh, Academy, that was a lot of fun. We uh, had fun with that, and the United Polka Association was a was a big thing. I was accordion player of the year there. Uh, I got a Frankie Yankovic award. Did you ever hear of Frankie Yankovic?
0: Oh, sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, he's he used to poke a That's Weird Al's game. dad, right? Who's that? Oh that's yeah, Weird, Weird Al's dad. Dad. <laughs> Yeah, <right>. that, <laughs> That's what they claim, you know. Right.
0: Hey.
2: <laughs> and he was a great guy. He's a great legend. Uh Frankie and my dad were great friends back in the day. You know, my dad was born in 1918. And I think Yankovic was uh born around the same time too. And they used to Tour together and travel together, and Yankovic would play at my dad's bar and stuff. So uh, I loved his music. He was my dad, and Yankovic were two of my great influences on uh, my style and the way I like to play. Yeah, uh, and uh, we even did a Pepsi commercial. Did you hear about that? Oh
0: yeah, I, yeah I that was a lot of that. fun. I did see that, and I yeah. I, I looked it up.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was kind of fun. It was back in uh, 2000 or 2001, I think. They flew us to New York, and we did the commercial, and it was all about uh, I think if you buy a, a six pack or a twelve pack or a case of Pepsi, you get your little coupons. You can create your own CD. So it ran all year. We got a lot, a lot of play on that. It was kind of cool. So there's something it. always comes up. You never know. The poker thing is it'll never die. You know, it's uh, people say it'll, it's not that popular, but I disagree. I've been doing it for over fifty years, and I've been playing a lot every year. And it's a lot. It's fun music.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's yeah, a lot and, of it, fun. And I, I agree with you. I don't think it'll ever die.
2: No, it's a lot of fun. Hey, you know, back in the 80s, I had a rock and roll drummer playing with me. You did? You never guess who it was. Who's that? Smashing Pumpkins, Jimmy Chamberlain.
1: Oh, Jimmy Chamberlain. Yeah. Uh,
2: he played drums with me for four years back in the early 80s. Wow. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. He, he's from Joliet. A lot of my friends and band members were from are from Joliet. And uh friend of a friend hooked us up. And he, he just, what a great drummer at the time, you know. And uh, who would have thought that uh, he just keep going and going. On 45, on a, we did the chicken dance on a 45. Oh, yeah. Pardon me. Let's see, are you still there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we lost. <love> <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. The bird oh. at the chicken dance on a 45. Do wow. you have any of these? Jay Chamberlain, hard to tell, but Jimmy Chamberlain, right there. (laughs) Very cool. So that's one of our uh, things too. He was such a such a great kid. Well, kid, yeah. We'd be playing a polka job, and he he brings all these drums, all these drums with him. I go, Jimmy, you know, he's got three or four cymbals. He's got a roto toms, all this stuff. I go, what are you doing with all this stuff? You you know, you don't need all this. I didn't want. I don't want to say shit, but you don't need all this stuff. You know. But uh, it was a great experience for us, and uh, he still mentions it once in a while, too. You know, I retired from a real job a few years ago, and I was still playing and working. That was kind of fun, and I uh, just loved to play. We, our polka Music has been doing it ever since I was seven years old, and uh, just love it. And we meet so many people. And lately, well, before the pandemic, we were doing a lot of weddings, but we were like a token polka band. <laughs> you know, because the uh aunts and uncles and grandparents want to hear some old time music.
0: Sure, sure. And so, the bands that they have or or the even the DJs don't play it right.
2: Right. There you go. Right. So they would they would have the DJ play, and then about between 10, 11 o'clock at night, we'd bring our accordions in and drums, and people would have a few drinks they play poker. We play poker for about a half hour. You know, and, and that's what we've been doing. So if you ever need a poker band, Count us in. <laughs>
0: All right. Now Now you said, Now I noticed it says you played some rock and roll. What kind of, uh, and you said uh, sometimes you have a guitar player. Or yeah, something. we
2: do the old stuff. Johnny, be good. You know, yeah. that kind of, the twist, that kind of stuff, you know. and uh, On the accordion? Do, on the accordion, yeah. Right. Yeah. Do my, play my three chords, you know, CF yeah. and G. <laughs> three chord progression. Right. Right. <laughs> and that, that's a lot of fun. We do old time country music. We do the the achy breaky heart they like to do the line dances still you know sure, sure. and uh, but mostly besides our polkas we play the old time music the frank trinatra the uh dean martin music you know stuff like that so people like to hear the ballroom stuff you know so we uh, not just play polkas we do a variety of stuff also
0: so uh, so how do we find you uh, uh social media wise or or uh, uh on the web or or whatever yeah
2: well that's great uh we uh, we are on facebook of course just uh, you could uh, Eddie Carosa, Google me, and or not Google me, but I'll friend you. Right. <laughs> but the main thing is our uh, website. We have a website, uh, Eddie Jr. dot com. OK, and that's out there. or just Google Eddie Carosa and a lot of stuff comes up. And uh, we'd love to come out and play, you know, so if you or anyone out there and your listening audience, we're uh, we're a polka band that we play old time music to. And Oktoberfest is great. We we strap on the leaderhosen, so nice. we, we play all the good Lederhosen, the good
0: Oktoberfest
2: music. And uh, so, I see uh,
0: you're wearing them now, right? Well, you know, I got that. I got my sweatshirt <laughs> on. Yeah, I got the Lederhosen <laughs> around
2: somewhere. Yeah, I'm still I still got my pajamas on. We talking? <laughs> and it March, no? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got
0: That's my awesome. German
2: hat and everything and a chicken dance, so we're always ready for that.
0: And
2: yeah. but uh, we're always ready to roll. You know, we love to play. And uh, this is this is a uh, really fun to do this with you guys. And I was watching or listening to some of your podcasts and I didn't uh, hear about too many polka bands on your uh, podcast. So this, <laughs> this might be a first for all of us. huh?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. But uh, but we. We love the like you said earlier, uh, we were talking before the show that, that uh, we, we love getting the inside uh, scoop on, on what's happening with some of the bands and some of the musicians and some, some of the backstory. And uh, obviously your backstory is great with your dad and, and the Baby Doll Polka Club and everything else. It's very cool. I well,
2: appreciate that. We, uh, we love it. And uh, all the bands out there, you know, hopefully next year, Things will be great, you know, and I, I know a lot of the, a lot of the guys you've interviewed are all they played all the festivals. So hopefully some of these festivals will come back, you
0: know. Right. Right. Yeah. Hopefully that's all we can do is keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best. Mm-hmm.
2: Good, yeah. We we enjoyed those church festivals and some of the summer fest. I think the last time we played one, we opened up for uh, remember Deep Purple.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. We, yeah. They used to they used to do the tours of all the festivals and stuff and uh, Joe Daly, the Sundowners, a real good country band. That oh, was a sure. lot of fun. Well, of March, those, were, those guys are great.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. We, uh, we, uh, we'd be the uh, first band to start off the festival with the polkas, you know, and all of a sudden all these motorcycle guys come in. Here comes the of March, all our motorcycles. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> a lot of good memories.
0: Yeah, good we've memories. interviewed uh, Jim Peterick and a couple of the oh, guys man. from the of March, and uh, yep. they're, they're great great entertainers and great musicians as well.
2: Oh, definitely. I love all your, I, I checked a lot of your podcasts out and listened to them. So uh, it's a great thing to listen to, you know, and it's nice you have them archived like that. It's wonderful.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. We're hoping you share this one uh, when it comes out and, uh, and we'll keep you posted on that. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us today.
2: Well, Paul, it's thanks much, a lot, Eddie. Well, pleasure meeting you and Ray. Thank you very much. Thanks to you that I'm here. So I appreciate it. And I hope to see both of you guys sometime this summer. All righty, I'm sure you will. All right. Thanks, Polka on <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Okay, that was Eddie Carosa Jr. The uh, I guess he well he said his dad was the prince one time called the Prince of Polka, but I guess if his dad was the king of Polka, he'd be the Prince of Polka, right? He would be.
1: Know. He like, would be, or a duke. But kind of differs for the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Um, a little bit. My my, I'm still dancing around a little bit here. But a music,
0: a musician, nonetheless, and uh, and and he's been around Chicago forever, so uh, we felt we had to talk to Eddie, and we yeah.
1: did. And that's Eddie what we got. Great guy, great guy. I mean, I would, I, when he's out and about again, you got to go see him. I mean, I've I've seen him at some outdoor festivals. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of good time. Yes, he yes. And anybody can polka. I really don't think there's any. I, I think you just bounce around. I don't think there's any no, any beg, kind of steps.
0: I, I beg to differ with you there. I think some true polka dancers would argue that fact.
1: Well, I'm not a true polka dancer, so that's why I say what I do. But then I... I usually say a lot of things that I. <laughs> well, you wear chicken hat, so. Uh, I do wear a chicken hat from time to time. Yes. Yeah, so that gives
0: us gives me an answer right there. I
1: think. Yeah, you you are correct. You know, and then I'll, I I do the chicken dance at time to time. I, I've done that, and and uh, you know the greatest thing about that some of this music, a lot of you know, your
0: character. You know, you, you know.
1: Well, you know, I I had a I had I had a, a drinking problem for a while, and then. One day I did the hokey pokey and I turned myself around. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, thanks okay. for joining us this week. Uh, make sure you uh, look up the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66. Uh, that's where our usual studios are, except now uh, we're Zooming everything. But uh, soon we'll get back to the studio. Make sure you check out the museum. Uh, donate. Uh, they're doing a lot of great work over there. They're looking for some uh, money to help out with new doors and flooring and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's coming along really well. And you now a lot of you people out there have already donated and we thank you for that
0: you can become a member for smear Mere pittance smitten i
1: believe it's 25 dollars to be a charter member
0: so uh all right well thanks for listening everybody and uh, we'll see you next next time right here on see the you next York week and the rock and roll chicago podcast
1: bye-bye this is paul martin and Ray the Roadie, and we're here to talk to you about GHS strings. That's right, Ray. Whether you play electric guitar, acoustic, or bass, or even banjo, mandolin, or ukulele, then GHS has the strings for you. GHS strings are easy to play
0: with a rich, full-balanced tone available in many different gauges.
1: Great for all musical styles, so if you play... Play with the best. Play GHS strings.